0: righteous father in heaven blessed be thy holy name for giving us the privilege of life we are grateful lord for the things you provide for us the security the peace we enjoy the basic necessities of life the ministry of the holy angels on our behalf and your spirit also and our lord jesus interceding in heaven for, for our sakes blessed be thy holy name O lord we ask lord that all this work done on our behalf shall not be in vain that rather we will make our calling and election sure. As we fellowship with you now, may this be a means to make our calling and election sure that the word of God may richly dwell in us to the end that we may reflect the image of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ fully, that our defects of character may be removed, that we may be washed and we may be without spot, wrinkle or any such thing. To this end, Lord, I pray, grant me of your spirit, Put your words in my mouth that blessings may be spoken to your children and that through your spirit I may speak as the oracles of God. In Jesus' name of God, amen. Conflict and courage, December 28. We need not despair. For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Proverbs 24, verse 16. The pen of inspiration, true to its task, tells us of the sins that overcame Noah, Lot, Moses, Abraham, David, and Solomon, and that even Elijah's strong spirit sank under temptation during his fearful trial. Jonah's disobedience and Israel's idolatry are faithfully recorded. Peter's denial of Christ, the sharp contention of Paul and Barnabas, the failings and infirmities of the prophets and apostles are all laid bare. There before us lie the lives of the believers with all their faults and follies, which are intended as a lesson to all the generations following them. If they had been without foible, they would have been more than human, and our sinful natures would despair of ever reaching such a point of excellence. But seeing where they struggled and fell, where they took heart again and conquered through the grace of God, we are encouraged and led to press over the obstacles that degenerate nature places in our way. God has ever been faithful to punish crime. He sent his prophets to warn the guilty denounce their sins and pronounce judgment upon them. We need just such lessons as the Bible gives us. For with the revelation of sin is recorded the retribution which follows, the sorrow and penitence of the guilty, and the wailing of the sin sick soul come to us from the past, telling us that man was then, as now, in need of the pardoning mercy of God. Bible history stays the fainting heart, with the hope of God's mercy. We need not despair when we see that others have struggled through discouragements like our own, have fallen into temptations even as we have done, and yet have recovered their ground and been blessed of God. The words of inspiration comfort and cheer the erring soul. Although the patriarchs and apostles were subject to human frailties, Yet, through faith, they obtained a good report, fought their battles in the strength of the Lord, and conquered gloriously. Thus, may we trust in the virtue of the atoning sacrifice, and be overcome us in the name of Jesus. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is We Need Not Despair. You know, one beautiful thing about the scripture is that it does record information about the great men of God that shows how human they were. One of these examples that stands out for me is that of Paul and Barnabas. In the book of Acts 15 verse 36 to 39 it says, And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. And Paul thought not good to take him with them, who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. Verse 39 says, And the contention was so sharp between them, that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus. Why does this one stand out for me? You see, these men were filled with the Holy Ghost, performing miracles, preaching the word of God. And yet, what do we see? They had what Luke could only describe in the words as a sharp contention. It is because of the fact that these men were described as being filled with the Holy Ghost that I say it stands out for me. Then there's another one that stands out in the case where Paul rebuked both Barnabas and Peter for their dissimulation. Galatians 2 verse 11 to 13 says, But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, because he was to be blamed. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. And the other Jews dissembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation in another version it says the other jewish believers also started acting like cowards along with peter and even barnabas was swept along by their cowardly action another version says the rest of the jews also joined with him in this hypocrisy so that even barnabas was led astray with them by their hypocrisy verse 14 now says but when i saw that they walked not uprightly against according to the truth of the gospel I said unto Peter before them all, If thou being a Jew, livest after the manner of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? Now my point here is that this was another contention. One can only imagine how these men filled with the Holy Ghost as it were would descend to be pretenders, hypocrites, dissimulators at this time. But who am I to speak lightly of them? No, that's not my intention. But I'm just bringing up these events because they are on record for us for a purpose, not as a means for us to doubt the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of these saints or to mock these men of God. On the contrary, they are on record as a means of encouragement to us. Like we read in Conflict and Courage, page 368, paragraph 2, there before us, lie the lives of the believers, with all their faults and follies, which are intended as a lesson to all the generations following them. So what's the lesson? If they had been without foible, they would have been more than human, and our sinful natures would despair of ever reaching such a point of excellence. But seeing where they struggled and fell, where they took heart again and conquered through the grace of God. We, I, am encouraged and led to pass over the obstacles that degenerate nature places in my way. Amen. I have my own times of hypocrisy just like, like Peter and Barnabas and the other Jews. And there's, that doesn't mean that I cannot overcome. Like yesterday, we studied in our devotion what has been set before us to reflect the image of Jesus fully. That not even by a thought would we be brought to yield to sin?" Maybe someone is saying, yes, it is true, it is possible, but not for me. I mean, it is possible for Daniel, he had the best education. It is possible for Joseph, he grew up with Jacob. It is possible for Moses, I mean, his mother Jacob and um, Amram, the parents Jacob and Amram, they trained him well and you are thinking, oh, it is possible for these people, but not for me. Lying before us is the example of people like Peter. Is the example of people like Judah who was a secret fornicator and he wanted to do it secretly not knowing that he was sleeping with his own daughter-in-law but he repented of this sin. Noah had a moment of folly in his life where he embarrassed himself. It is for this reason that I consider it to be wholly out of place that a fellow Christian would see his brethren overtaken in a fault and would think to use that as a reason to cast doubt on the sincerity, the experience and the allegiance of his brother. It is always painful for me to hear someone say, I saw this person say this or I saw this person do that secretly. And then the next thing that follows their comment is, and you call yourself a Christian or they will say, later you will come to church and be giving sweet contributions. Yes, my brother, yes, my sister, they give sweet contributions. Just like Peter, just like Barnabas, just like the other Jews, just like Noah who fell into the sin of drunkenness. He can still give his sweet contributions in church. If you want to take away from people the advantage of coming to Christ just because you know one sin in their life or you are privy to hear about one fault in their lives and you want to do that to them, you are not doing anything short of what ham did to noah i when you do that and say oh later you come to church and give sweet contributions then you are just punching below the belt it is the adulterer and murderer like david who gave great contributions much more than the, that sister or brother you despise David wrote many psalms which today are a blessing to those who read it. It was Noah who drank himself to stupor to the point that he was naked that was used by God to preserve the whole of humanity. It was Paul who engaged in a sharp contention and was mistrusting of Mark and Barnabas who was a murderer himself that was still used by God to be an apostle to the Gentiles to bring them out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord. It was Moses proud and also self-confident murderer who was used by the Lord to bring about the foundation of the law of God which we all enjoy today when we stoop so low to hit below the belt and use these people's weaknesses against them because we have been privy to know some fault in the life of someone you know today, not just those in the Bible because you've been privy to hear or see some true fault that exists in someone today and you know this person to be someone who is striving to keep the commandments of God if we look down on them we are just being like ham we only evidence that we have the spirit of Satan that was in harm What did Ham do? Patriarchs and Prophets, page 117, paragraph 2. It says the unnatural crime of Ham declared that filial reverence had long before been cast from his soul and it revealed the impiety and vileness in his character. These evil characteristics were perpetrated in Canaan and his posterity, whose continued guilt called upon them the judgments of God. End of quote. Do you understand what you do? When rather than have mercy upon people, you use their weaknesses against them. And you use that to make comments like the one I said earlier. And you look at them just because you finally know something evil about them. And then you see them smiling in church. And all you can remember is the evil thing that they did. And all you can remember is how this one was a drunkard the other day, and how this one is doing this or doing that. And then maybe the person wants to sing in church and you all all you remember is this person singing. Is it not him that I know that did this or did that? Is it not this lady I know that does this or does that? And you're remembering all of those things and you are despairing. Or, rather than despair, you look down on people. That's not what we are supposed to do. Like it was an unnatural crime for him, it's an unnatural crime for us to look at these men's faults or people's faults today who have been active in the work of the Lord and smear it in their faces or use that as a pretext to speak derogatorily of them or excuse our own sins. We all have times in our lives where we may manifest fully like Noah, we may fall into the sin of lust like David, we may kill like David and try to cover our crimes, we may like Judah fall into the scene of even sleeping with our own daughter-in-law our own relatives these things happen or we may like like um paul hate those who are doing the work of the lord many things may happen in our lives we may be hypocrites like peter like barnabas these things does happen and we if we need to strive that's what we need to do but what we learn from these people's lives is that did not remain in their sins and that's an encouragement for us to know that these people had these things in their lives and yet they were victorious they did not remain like that they overcame it's an encouragement to us reading from the book lift him up page 95 paragraph 5 we are told in all our associations it should be remembered that in the experience of others there are chapters sealed from mortal sight on the pages of memory are sad histories that are sacredly guarded from curious eyes. There stand registered long, hard battles with trying circumstances, perhaps troubles in the home life that day by day weaken courage, confidence, and faith. Those who are fighting the battle of life at great odds may be strengthened and encouraged by little attentions that cost only a loving effort. To such the strong helpful grasp of the hand by a true friend is worth more than gold or silver words of kindness are as welcome as a smile of angels And of course, it is therefore important to look with humanity with a sense of our own weakness and to look at people's faults remembering that we are also weak galatians 6 1 says brothers and sisters if a person is discovered in sin You who are spiritual, restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness. Pay close attention to yourselves so that you are not tempted to. Amen. Just as it was in the lives of these men of God, so it is in our lives today. God intends to make us understand that these men, as well as we are, are in need of the pardoning grace of God we sin and we repent and for some of us our sins are secret and for others it is in the open but we all need the pardoning grace of god just as these men needed it we should be encouraged by this because we see that men with similar weaknesses as ourselves have gotten the victory and also we are to learn the lesson of sympathy for all those who fall reading now from ministry of healing page 157 which is the as i read from earlier reading bridge 157 to 159 we are told there are multitudes struggling with poverty compelled to labor hard for small wages unable to secure but the barest necessities of life toil and deprivation with no hope of better things make their burden very heavy when pain and sickness are added the burden is almost insupportable careworn and oppressed they know not where to turn from for relief sympathize with them in their trials their heartaches and disappointments this will open the way for you to help them speak to them of god's promises pray with and for them inspire them with hope words of cheer and encouragement spoken when the soul is sick and the pulse of courage is low these are regarded by the savior as if spoken to himself as hearts are cheered the heavenly angels look on in pleased recognition. End of quotes. Now, that last part I read is the key for me The Words of encouragement spoken when the courage is low. One time when the courage is low is when people fall into sin. What do we do? Not to bring their sin and smear it in their faces, but rather to speak words of encouragement. But on the, on the other hand, what we are looking at today that we need not despair is very important. When you hear of people who are, like us, trying to reflect the image of Jesus, and they have falls in their lives, mistakes, scandalous things we hear. What are we to do about it? We should be careful not to despair. Don't say, oh, if this person failed, then everybody, there's no hope for you. Reading Bible Echo, April 15, 1893, we are told in paragraph 5, we should grow daily in spiritual loveliness. We shall often fail in our efforts to copy the divine pattern. We shall often have to bow down to weep at the feet of Jesus because of our shortcomings and mistakes. But we must not be discouraged. Pray more fervently, believe more fully, and then with greater steadfastness, abide in Christ and grow into the likeness of our Lord. As we distrust our own power, we shall trust the power of our Redeemer and render praise to God who is the health of our countenance. End of quote. Amen. Then there will be times that, like I will say now, we hear of the mighty men falling into scandalous sins as it was with Moses, David, and Noah. There are some who I have known to hear such. They hear of this pastor, or this minister, or this evangelist who falls in sin, and they use that as a pretext to lose their faith in God. But are we excused if we do this? No, we are not. Neither should we, on account of their failures, of the failures of others, feel hopeless as though no one can overcome. Never should we say, if this brother or sister failed, then it is impossible for me to overcome. No, they are not our examples. We have only one example and that is Jesus Christ. I am not your example. Jesus Christ is the example. As long as we look at his life, we have no reason to be discouraged or feel hopeless as though overcoming sin is an impossibility. When we hear about the falls in the lives of the men in the word of God, which is the focus for today, we also should understand that even though they fell, they rose up and they did overcome. Like the key text for our devotion today, Proverbs 24 verse 16 says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. A just man falls. People fall into sin. People who are striving to keep the commandments of God, they do fall into sin and not just small sins like in the minds of people, scandalous sins, covetousness, adultery, like that of David, even to the point that David murdered Uriah, he dissembled he coveted he he fornicated he committed adultery all those things david did it but then we look at david's life that he did overcome in the end so we are not to be discouraged conflict and courage page 368 paragraph 5 tells us we need not despair when we see that others have struggled through discouragements like our own have fallen into temptations even as we have done and yet have recovered their ground and been blessed of god the words of inspiration comfort and cheer this the erring soul although the patriarchs and apostles were subject to human frailties yet through faith they obtained a good report fought their battles in the strength of the lord and conquered gloriously thus may we trust in the virtue of the atoning sacrifice and be overcome as in the name of jesus end of quote amen brothers and sisters we must be encouraged we should be encouraged do you remember the sons of Jacob the 12 sons of Jacob how wicked they were and each and every one of them eventually got the victory over their sins every one of them Reuben, Simon, Levi, Judah these four were the topmost of the wicked people but they all got the victory even Simeon he got the victory you can get the victory as we hear of the stories of these men even the apostles of jesus peter's hypocrisy the sharp contention between paul and barnabas and then of our patriarchs like noah how he fell into that drunkenness but they all overcame at last the bible speaks of noah in the category of daniel when he was speaking in the book of ezekiel 14 he said even though noah job and daniel were in the land They will not save any other person than themselves. Noah is put in the category of Job and Daniel. Yet this man was that man who fell into drunkenness. He repented. Are you an alcoholic? Look at Noah. He changed. He fell once in his life. There was a time of folly, But he repented. Are you struggling with any form of sexual sin? Look to David, Solomon, Judah. They overcame. Are you struggling with desire for self-exaltation look at James and John they wanted it but they overcame are you struggling with covetousness is that what the trouble is then you can still look to all the apostles of Jesus they all were coveting wanting to be higher than their brethren but they all overcame we can overcome there is hope as we look at these people they were men like us the Lord wants to give us strength as he gave them Will you stretch forth your hands to receive it That is the question. There is power in God. His divine power can give us everything that pertains to life and godliness that we may overcome the corruption that is in this world through lust. There is hope, but as your faith is, so be it unto you. Have faith in God. With Him, you can move the mountainous sins in your life and overcome at last. Let us trust the Lord and it shall be well with us. Let us pray. Loving Father in heaven, thank you so much for giving us the encouragement from the lives of these men. We see that there were men of like passions like us. Even Elijah, strong as he was, he despaired at the time. And we know that even if we despair, we can overcome. Thank you, dear Lord. I pray, Father, that you shall give to us the strength that whatever our faults, whatever the defects in our characters, we are encouraged now to know that we can overcome. Thank you, Lord, for Your grace, thank you for your power given to us. In Jesus name I've prayed. Amen.